Hello, we're still doing this. This is the week of ending uh, February 22nd. My name is Jersey. I'm here with Sam. Hi, Sam. Hi, Jersey. Uh, the week actually ended on February 23rd, not to correct you. But oh, well, no, that was, that was to correct me, and thank you, you for doing so. <laughs> You're welcome. It's just been, it feels like an endless churn, because what we're doing on this show, this is Week Didn't Start. We take a song we're not going to name again this week by... The Stranger. <laughs> it's impossible to give the correct context for what we're doing without. It's a song that has a lot of news and history items in it. And by the end, our poet cannot take it anymore. And so what we're doing every week for 52 weeks out of 2020 is using that as a literary form to recap the week's news, talk about the news, and drive ourselves insane. It's happening. All right, so um, we talked a little bit last week about uh, how we want to get into this each week, so let's do that. So question number one, how was this week for you, recapping The Stranger's lyrics? Well, we adjusted our approach to uh, the recap and the listing by uh, trying to expand the number of, like, trying to match not just the scansion, but the number of news articles or news stories covered. So that affected my... uh, relationship to writing it this week in some ways made it easier because we talked about if there were um if we're just listing something does it need to in the song uh indicate the full story of the news and we decided it does not because in the original list song uh all of the references some of which we'll explore today are opaque (laughs) You know, they are they're one word references to things that you might not know about um unless you looked it up so took some of the pressure off and uh, made for a bit more of a of a an, an enjoyable writing process for me. Cool. Um, yeah, I had a fun time this week. I did not expect when we embarked on this how much of the doing of it would make me an expert of like Google, not just the Google Docs functionality of figuring out like what's the most technocratically efficient way to compile these lists of news that we're putting together. And just, you know, listeners that put that are compiling things, did you know that if you drop a link into a Google Doc, it will either replace it with the title of the page that you're, if you click on it? Mm-hmm. Have you found that function? Mm-hmm. So you can drop a link in the doc, just like copy and paste the URL. Right. Click the link. And rather than going directly to the link, it'll say, do you want to replace the hyperlink with the headline of the news story that you linked? Oh, wow. So A, you can do that. I haven't used that yet. B, you could type in a summary of the story and insert a hyperlink, and then Google will find the story Mm. that it links to. We just have to check and make sure it's the right story, and it's not like an erroneous link. So in this example, how do I replace... So if you drop, like, the raw URL... the raw URL. So I've already fucked it up. Yeah, and then it'll sort of say, hey, do you want to... It's like a little trick. And then the big hack this week was... We were talking about our search terms under the news tab... You search for the news provider, which will help focus and diversify our news sources. And we can specifically look for certain news sources. And it just helps you generate more stories now that we know you need 27 for this one, 28 for this one, etc. I feel like we've truly gone from Cro-Magnon to Homo sapiens. <laughs> it's really changed the game. It's really changed the game. Just the other thing to note about the Google thing is... 
Were you ever a user of Google News, like news.google.com? I tried it. It was not reliable. So it's been, they've been kind of removing and offloading features from it over the last several years. The News Archive is a really cool thing. If we were ever to go back and do like a version of this for like a prequel to We Didn't Start the Fire, covering everything before 1945 or something, there's really great resources, but it becomes harder and harder to search. Um, you used to be able to do a targeted date search in the Google News feed, not the tab on the Google search, but like news.google.com, until the end of December 2019. No way. You could search for one specific date on news.google.com. So as if to mock us, right before we started this project, they removed that ability. How did you find this out? I was just trying to find better and more efficient ways to find news. Um, the best way is to compile it on the day. Mm-hmm. which we were able to do last week. We had to do a little bit more fill-in this week because yeah. also having the numbers, it's like you don't want exactly 27 stories on Monday. You want to have options and build out a list of like 30, whatever. So yeah, a lot about the Google searching part of it uh, this week. And overall, the news felt a little less light. Do we have anything about coronavirus outbreak in this week's show? Not song. I did not cover anything about corona. It's so everywhere yeah and even looking at specific like looking at reuters on a given day Mm -hmm. looking at al jazeera looking at you know cnn looking at ap the first seven stories are coronavirus stories i do have i do have a story that's related to coronavirus apple cut its sales forecasts due to coronavirus but i and so that's not so i do so it says apple cuts in my verse okay yeah um so, hey, that's just, like, worth mentioning if you're, you know, f- future archivists. Uh, Coronavirus is still going. <laughs> it's still happening, and it's um, spreading. And they're just, there were so many small stories about the first case in this country or now responses to it. Yeah, like, so much about cruises and people disembarking from cruises abroad. There was that one cruise last week, and then it's, like, this whole cruise yeah. uh, phenomenon. So I don't know if that's a function of the way that we do this or a failure. But anyway, that feels like worth mentioning. So that's the first question. And then these are like our two new little things. Of the week's news that you found, is there something that you were interested in highlighting, drawing attention to, you found particularly interesting or fascinating? There was a story in my Wednesday verse, I believe. No, excuse me. Story in my Monday verse. So uh, WhatsApp uh, is a security vulnerability I guess it's not surprising, but because it's used by so many international journalists, um, it's kind of incredible that it has these issues. So the way it was discovered was a reporter, I believe it was the, the Columbia Journalism Review, um, was... You're doing a great job of, like, talking around your cat moving <laughs> butt right now. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, Columbia Journalism Review went to, I believe, visit his colleagues in the newsroom and found that everybody had reported um, a strange uh, phenomenon whereby they would receive these WhatsApp calls from mysterious numbers they didn't recognize. And then shortly afterwards, their phone battery would drain and a call that they were taking would drop as if there was an outside source being that was like tapping the resource and using up the battery. Mm. And so um, the the journalist blames like state actors. Um, but this idea of like government surveillance being just kind of legal or like used on, um, on WhatsApp. So... 
this guy recommended changing to Signal for all your communications uh, oh. to keep them encrypted. And said that it's also an open source app, which means that if there are security, security breaches, um, it's faster. It will become apparent faster. Whereas an app that has far more kind of of a shroud around it, it takes uh, watchdogs or whoever does the uncovering of these vulnerabilities longer to discover that there's been a breach. So, And that was the whole WhatsApp thing is like it's the one secure messaging app and then it got acquired by Facebook. But they said, no, we're going to leave it as its own thing, right? I forgot, but I just found out this weekend that WhatsApp was owned by Facebook. Isn't that wild? And so... And Facebook is answering for none of it. I mean, that is the ongoing... I just... I want Mark Zuckerberg to go to jail so badly. Well, he got taken to task in... Was that this week or last yeah, week? In yeah, in the EU. Yeah. The, um, but it's like he's not going to jail. Right. He's just testifying and providing unsatisfying responses. And it makes me so mad. Yeah. This man has to be held accountable for the havoc he has wreaked, which I've learned can be said either wreaked or rock, rot. You're interchangeable. Oh, wreaked or rot havoc. Mm -hmm. You can... You can do both. Oh, that's the past tense. Mm-hmm. Wreaked sounds like stinkier. Yeah, so I know. I like but it's more correct, apparently. There you go. Um, okay, WhatsApp. That's a good one. I uh, there was another data thing. Oh, the the agency that the White House and a bunch of U.S. government officials used to communicate securely had a breach. Oh, right. <laughs> and like more Russia stuff, you know. MGM had a breach too. Uh, MGM Studios or hotels. So everybody who had ever stayed in one of those hotels, their, their data was compromised. Oh, it's just so funny how many times we put in our addresses, our names, our social security, our credit card information, and all of these companies are flawed. flawed. Yeah, they're fallible. Well, when data is currency, that's the new heist: is a data attack, yeah. a data breach. Yep. Um, so mine is not about data. Um, from this uh, experiment, I found this um, headline. I think it was for Tuesday. And it was really a follow-up to a documentary that BBC Africa made about Western African universities, specifically uh, University of Ghana and University of Lagos, where there has been this decades-long, generations-long, pervasive uh, sexual harassment and coercion culture in universities. So A, it's a terrible story and it's beginning to be uncovered. There's beginning to be accountability. Uh, but basically these administrators and lecturers, because of the lack of accountability, it's for decades has been accepted in academia in some of these uh, places that either admissions people or heads of programs will solicit sexual favors and harass and Jesus. coerce students who are trying to become part, uh, trying to enroll in the university. So that's the story. And if you're if you're interested in this, there's a, a short documentary that BBC Africa put together where this journalist and team of uh, documentary filmmakers infiltrated these admissions meetings and went through a whole application process. And this reporter who could pass for a 17-year-old went into these admission meetings with these different officials from different universities and put herself in the room alone with these guys who were locking the door and showing up in their pajamas Jesus. and propositioning her and kind of doing their whole thing. So it's a, a 
a horrible story. The good news is that there is because I think this reporting has led to some accountability mm-hmm. and some repercussions. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just a really good watch too. It's BBC a little, documentary? Yeah, it's a little, you know, the content of it is everyone's in is safe and she's got like a panic button and there's people nearby and everything. But she puts herself in the room alone with these guys and it's like wow. a pretty impressive um Sting. feat of yeah the um wow. journalism and, and documentary filmmaking wow. and i wouldn't have found that if not looking for like what happened on tuesday right right which was really a follow-up it was like because of this documentary yes this thing happened which is similar maybe to like robert durst who was in the news this week yeah and because of a documentary um he's on trial for multiple murders okay so the third one sam is something from the original song Y'all know what song it is, right? At a certain point in this process, we'll have to rename the song just to re-up our audiences on what, in fact, we're doing. It's The River of Dreams uh, is the song we're covering. No, we're covering a certain song about a certain thing that nobody started. Mm. And if you found the name of the podcast, you know what it is. Hysterical to imagine what the generic name of this. It's like, we weren't responsible for the flames. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't. (laughs) I didn't do it. Um, (laughs) Is there something from the song that popped out to you that you were like, what is this actually? Uh, yes. This week, I looked into Syngman Rhee, which it was a politician from South Korea who served as the first president of South Korea. And he, in the, in the song, he was referenced because he w- uh, had been forced to resign for allegedly uh, embezzling over $20 million uh, and or fixing the election. Um, and he was rescued by the CIA because he was in danger after that discovery was made. So a leader that's backed by the U.S. facing challenges in their home country after U.S.-supported government change slash election, that doesn't happen anymore, of course. Oh, never. There's no, nothing happening in any South American countries or Middle Eastern countries that would apply to that at all. Um, I've got one that sort of took me on a little, in a little bit of a, on a little bit of a journey because it relates to how we've been talking about the structure of this song and the author of this great literary work, whom we are referring to this week as The Stranger. I was looking up Campanella, Rockefeller Campanella Communist Block, okay? And Campanella, baseball player, Roy Campanella, catcher for the Brooklyn Dodgers, mixed race, black player, entered the league one year after Jackie Robinson. Why not mention Jackie Robinson? Why why mention Roy Campanella? Maybe because it rhymes with Rockefeller. Also, Brooklyn Dodgers, child, the stranger, Billy Joel, we're talking about Billy Joel, was definitely a Brooklyn Dodgers fan. Okay. Because we also have Brooklyn's got a winning team that comes up later in this. So A, two things in the song about the Brooklyn Dodgers. I feel like what we can begin to do is take a look at the original author's lens and bias a little bit. Like this is a kid who was 10 years old or whatever when the Dodgers... 14 years old, when the Dodgers moved out of Brooklyn and is like, we'll always be a Brooklyn Dodgers fan, which is why you mentioned Campanella instead of Jackie Robinson. Also, Campanella died the same day as Joseph Stalin, who is also mentioned in the song. So I can also picture like young, the stranger, hearing the announcement on the radio of both of them dying and it being like this majorly impactful day. So that's part of it is like, there are different things in the song that might be more linked than we are led to realize because that's something we've been doing. We're like, well, that's not really in the song, but I think it is. Because the other one is it led me to uh, Marilyn Monroe and Joe DiMaggio, who are the rhyming couplet in between lines in the first verse. Not only are they a couplet, but they are a couple... And we're like married, right? So they are linked in this certain way too. So there might be more internal links between these things through Billy Joel's Brooklyn, Mm -hmm. you know, mid-century lens 
and through the way, the logic of how things are put together. That's interesting and intimidating. But I think what we what it can let us do is release into our own, like, I put in the, the verse for whichever day Trump had that clemency spree yeah. and parted and commuted all the sentences. I just named all the people. Okay, I... And I was like, oh, these are related, but that's, like, not the song. But maybe it is the song is what I'm trying to say. I may have used that phrase, but not none of the names just saying the overarching misuse of clemency. <laughs> So that's interesting. There we go. There, there's the link. Okay, and just for what it's worth, yeah. Before we continue, it is interesting to look at the recap, like the the references in the song as explained by the internet articles, because Marilyn Monroe in the 1950s, it is a statement about. It's not a death. It's like appeared in five films over the course of the 1950s. So you could probably assume like rising starlet, like worth a mention. You know what I mean? Um, whereas with Joe DiMaggio, it's like he goes to five World Series in the 1940s. So, well, I guess those things are comparable. But it's this idea of, like, somebody becoming a public figure and then choosing to put them in those two places. Well, and the Marilyn Monroe mention is in the early verse. It's in the 40s verse. Mm -hmm. Not, you know, it's not her death and mm -hmm. the circumstances around her death. Right. And it's not... Marilyn Monroe and Joe DiMaggio were together then, and mm -hmm. then she had other relationships, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. He doesn't get into, like, Marilyn Monroe and Arthur Miller or, you know, whatever. Which um, would have been. So their placement in the song, I think, in the because it covers such a long span, yes, is is significant too. Interesting. Worth but I think it can free us. You know. Yes. Speaking of which, shall we free ourselves into? I would love running to free myself of the. <laughs> Anything of else the... that like? Uh, well, let's like go through it, and then we can yeah. do a little bit of chatting about it, and then call it a week. Great. All right. Verse one. This was you this week. You started. This us was off. okay. Rob Manfred Insulin, Robert Durst Vape Pens, Big Milk Merger, Women Soldiers, Save Our BBC. Ghost Ship, Apparition, Russian fake Facial Recognition, Tampa Caddy, Miller Wedding, Raphael Tapestries. Apple Cuts, Mr. Swift, Fire, Fall Bars, Justice Rift, Pier One Broke, WhatsApp Spies, Winter Rain, Made Waters Rise, Tax Reform, Post HQ2, Paramedical Tattoos, Zuckerberg, Burkina Faso, Charles Portis, Goodbye. Tuesday. Milkin Blagojevich, De Bartolo, Carrick, Mississippi, Scouts Bankruptcy, Stone Delay, Blocked. LA pushes back at Trump, Malaysia's not your plastic dump, Ashraf Ghani, Bloomberg Money, who tagged Plymouth Rock. Harry Styles, booze, costs, calling cops for cell plan loss, SpaceX, Maine, Pole, Union backers reach their goal. Ghana and Uni expose, gun bill shot down in VA, prom picks, injitrix, laundering through the U.S. Wednesday. Pop Smoke, Angry Dems, Dick Grinnell, MGM, Landmine in Yemen, Patient Plays the Violin, Rora Bakker, Tags for All, Whiteout Pile Up, Montreal, Cut, Copy, Pace Guy Dies, Alien Search Intensifies. Bow, 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 bow. What? Uh-oh. Boneless Thugs, Erdogan, Victoria's Secret, Olaf Palm, Women's Deaths in Mexico, Clearly Racist Fashion Show, Gunmen in Germany, Trump Misusing Clemency, Jaguars, Pine Island Flows, Bloomberg is a shit show. <laughs> All right. Uh, 40 months, Kashmir jails, Sydney, Melbourne, train derails forever, 21 again, unity in South Sudan, migrant ship goes off the map, Nieto in corruption flap, Irish PM stepping down, Ethiopia gets back their crown. U.S. comms, firewalls, Steyer chases waterfalls, China kicks out WSJ, what else do I have to say? All right. And then we have the Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 
oh, summed yeah. up in a single verse. Friends back no carnival, NASA says goodbye South Pole, K-pop Mubarak's walk, Weinstein jury deadlock, AOC hunts with pack, pro Bloomberg Twitter flack, flash flood Indonesia, Google sued for kids data. Jet crash info one year late, Sanders wins the silver state, wrestling in the Middle East, swarm of 40,000 bees, Dick Van Dyke for Bernie, internment camps apology, more election hack reports, I can't take it anymore. There you go. Good last verse. Um, yeah, this is the way to do it. Yeah, I mean, I, two weeks in a row. Agree. We just split the last verse. And the number of news stories, really. It, I think this is cascades, this yeah. is the show. Uh, I do notice you have uh, an increasing uh, <laughs> detachment towards pronunciation of words. <laughs> and there are a couple times where it's like, Ethiopia. I know. Okay, well, it was, it's really, it's not pronunciation. It's uh, it's the rhythm. It's like, it's data, you know? It's, yeah. the, it's stuff like that. Um, but Ethiopian, oh, do you just mean like when I do it, I'm pronouncing? There are a couple, there are a couple times where, yeah, it seems like the, the emphasis was shifted to allow for the story. Yeah. Which is, you know. No, that sucks. I admire, you had a good syncopation in like the first verse, I think, like the second half of the first verse. Mm -hmm. That was really good. Um, I think I just love, I used to write parody songs for no reason. And so I just love when it, it fits the pocket. You know, it's like putting on a pair of a glove that fits each finger so well, you know? <laughs> of course. No, I prefer it when it doesn't do that. Um, when it doesn't, when it scans perfectly. But you did something that was like very pleasing. Yeah. Even though it was a syncopate. Was it Apple Cuts, Mr. Swift, Fire? No. Oh, it was Raphael Tapestries. Oh, thank you. It was, you did something with the... Tom Raphael Pitt. Tapestries. Yeah, Marilyn went. Monroe. <laughs> yeah, you did. Ba, 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 ba. Yeah. Yeah, that was... That thank was, you. Uh, it was the triplets, not not syncopation. Yeah, that was cool. All right, what else was great? I mean, the first verse was very good, and you hit every individual. I think I definitely there were a couple where I sacrificed. Um, there like, were did you, you had like, 24, 27 stories. I did not. Oh, oh. sorry. Uh, I should say I, I had that many to work with. But ghost ship apparition, Russian facial recognition was one of my favorite lines, and as a result, I forewent Joe McCarthy, Richard Nixon, Studebaker television. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So there were moments where, I, and and that was a question I was going to ask you about. It is like, should we strive for that many, and if we end up doing too fewer, that fits within our new approach or should we sacrifice because I think it would have been there, there are some stories that truly have too many syllables to sum up in a way that is yeah. even indicative so yeah that's the thing too it's like some of them it's not about what's the most important story because I feel like okay I should give like the meme shit you know a, mm -hmm. a fourth of a verse and yeah then the impactful stories a half of a verse and give them all those syllables but it's it's not really about that. It's about the weirdness of the story or the difficulty to sum it up, right? I in mean, a few syllables. Because some of the big news things, it's like outbreak. You could just say outbreak, yeah, and we know what it's about, yeah, right. But for example, Russian Russian facial recognition. I there is truly I could just say the word Russia, or I could just say the word surveillance. But to me, there's. Th that what that says is Russia, the country, has been implicated in yet another scandal. Yeah. Or surveillance uh, as a practice is still being deployed, but because we live in a society, because we live in like complicated times where things aren't aren't always what they seem. I'm like it. It feels a little bit necessary to give minimum, but enough parameters. This is me a hundred percent agreeing with you. Yes. Nodding vigorously behind. And the what mic. I have find what I have found what in have my find. doing it. What you have what find, I have been find, find for. I can't even pronounce words when I'm not doing the... We're not performing the song, by the way. We are exploring the verse structure. Correct. So With any uh, Any um, rhythm. rhythm or... Well, rhythm hopefully is there. Any melody you hear is just 
accidental. <laughs> oh, I did. I I was happy. I really liked Union Backers reach their goal for the Kickstarter. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was that was fun. Cut copy and paste guy dies. I should have done cut copy and paste guy dies. Cut copy and paste guy dies. <laughs> <laughs> uh. And then Bloomberg is a shit show. Is that the whole mention we have of the debate? I love that, Well, I did Angry Dems. Oh, Angry Um, Dems, right. So this was actually, just for what it's worth, I was struggling because the Bloomberg, the Angry Dems felt like, all right, that says yet another debate. But the thing that felt important to call out that I couldn't find uh, in in a rhyme space was Bloomberg answering to the NDAs. Felt like the thing to mention because it's like, it was kind of huge culturally to hear someone answer for it publicly. So, so that was why I ended up saying Bloomberg is a shit show because not only was he, is he unfit to be president, but his, his, the secrets that came out the day of the debate were like damning. Yeah. And no, I mean, I it summed it up. <laughs> yeah. <I> thought, <laughs> Thank <yeah>. you. <laughs> That's great. <clears throat> so for this next week, because I am traveling abroad. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to kind of mix it up now that we've yeah. totally set what we want it to be and how it's going to work kiss. and what the workflow is. Yeah. We're going to mix it up a little bit. We're going to share the doc early in the week and make sure we're working off the same things today because today. today is monday i'll make it before you leave um and yes i will do monday tuesday you will do wednesday through sunday and i yeah. will take it you can take advantage of that same ask <laughs> at any point in the future yeah um and then we'll record a little later in the week next time cool um all right sam thanks that was week seven we've been doing this seven we've done this seven times and let's do it in eighth through 50 i'm gonna first. vomit <laughs> Related to this? Or? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you want to keep doing it? For now. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.